Hi, Ed. I'm good. How are you? Good morning. So this morning, we are continuing in our series on the fruits of the Spirit. And uh, just a quick disclaimer, um, my wife and I and Toby have a sports banquet that starts at 1130. We're not going to make it by 1130, but I'm going to do my best to be done a little bit before 1130. That way you don't have to watch Kathy run out. If she does get up and run out, it's not because I said anything wrong. She also has an appointment. Um, but we're going to try to uh, close a little bit early today just so that we can help with set or tear down and um, get, get things rolling. So this morning, we are going to jump right in, and we are going to talk about the fruit of kindness. Now, when we have been unpacking the fruits of the Spirit, again, I want us to be careful that we don't have this checklist mentality of these are all the things that I have to produce in my life, that I have to be more loving and I have to be more patient and I have to have more joy and I have to have more kindness and I've got to be better. I have to be gooder. I don't know if that's really the way you say it. Uh, Marsha's Marsha's upstairs, so the English professor is not going to judge my language today. Um, That I I have to be more faithful, that I have to have more self-control. Those are all things that absolutely, yes, we have to work on. But it's not, none of these fruits, none of the nine fruits of the Spirit really have anything to do with our effort because they are a natural byproduct of us abiding in Christ. That's what John chapter 15 says, that that he is the vine and we are the branches and that our role, our job is to just simply remain, to abide, to stay connected to his presence and his power. And what he's saying is that when you, are, when you are connected to him on a regular, ongoing basis, when his energy and his power and his anointing is flowing through you as you remain connected to him, the natural thing that will happen is you will bear fruit. And so the fruit that we would expect to see out of someone who is connected to Jesus Christ as a follower and as a disciple are these nine fruits of the Spirit. And so it's kind of one of those things that you can tell the fruit, by, tell the, the, the quality of something by the fruit that it bears. We have pear trees that grow in our backyard, and there, were, there are times when the, the pear trees are just overflowing with pears, and there are times where, you know, seasons where there are no pears. Now, that can either be because the pears just didn't grow that year, or it could be that the deer got there first and ate all of our pears, which is also a real thing. Because uh, I don't know that we have ever successfully harvested pears, uh, maybe one pear a season, because the deer get them all. Um, when we think about, or the squirrels, yeah, right. So over the last few weeks, we've been kind of just for fun, trying to associate an actual fruit to each of these fruits of the Spirit, right? And so the fruit, the first week we talked about love, and the fruit for love was strawberries. Because, you know, you take a strawberry and you dip it in chocolate, there's nothing that says better than love than a chocolate-covered strawberry. And uh, we talked about joy, and I don't know if we connected a fruit with joy. It was supposed to be a watermelon, because there's nothing more joyful on a summer day than a nice slice of watermelon, right? It just, it just screams joy. And uh, so love, uh, joy, peace was cherries, if you remember cherries, uh, because they're loaded full of antioxidants and they reduce stress. 
Um, so if you're stressing out, grab a, a, one of those Bing cherry juice bottles or have get some cherries if they're in season. Uh, last week was patience, and the fruit for patience was, anybody remember? Pomegranate. Yeah, because it takes patience to get that fruit out of a pomegranate. And today we're going to be talking about kindness. Any guess what the fruit for today would be? Kindness. Kiwi? Close, same general climate is produced, I think. A peach? No, not a peach. Peach is later. Nope, not a pear. It's kind of fun. Anyone uh, Monty Python fans? Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Clop, 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 clop. Coconuts. Yep, absolutely. Fruit is, the fruit for, for kindness is the coconut. And, and here's why. A, a coconut is like super functional. You can use it for all kinds of things. You can use it to simulate the sound of horses. And, and uh, it, it's so funny because uh, in, the, in the movie Monty Python and the Holy Grail, um, they didn't have a budget for animal husbandry. Like they didn't have enough money to have actual horses. And so one of the guys came up with the idea, well, we'll just get some coconuts and bang them together, and it'll be funny. And it was hysterical. It made movie history um, functional, right? What are some other things you can do with coconuts? You can eat them. They're delicious, right? You can put them in a Mounds bar, and, and they are phenomenal. What else can you do with a coconut? You can drink the juice, right? Coconut milk. Um, what else? The oil, coconut oil, man, where there are so many things that you can do with coconut oil. Um, make it a cereal bowl. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Like anybody have any of those really cool uh, coconut monkey sculptures where they, they take a coconut and they put them together? Like I have a couple of them. They're really cool. Um, I used them for our Survivor theme, for, for the uh, Terry Taylor Survivor. Because they're, they're, they're part of like the whole Survivor vibe when we do the Survivor uh, picnic. You can, make a, you can use them for musical instruments. You can do all kinds of things. But kindness is just as functional. It is uh, something that we can use in any situation that you're in. And, and we need to be... Uh, connecting our, our thoughts and our attitudes in a way that, that kindness gets applied in every single aspect of our lives. Here's the definition of kindness. Kindness is the quality of being friendly or generous and considerate. In Royal Rangers, we have to learn the eight points of the Royal Ranger Code. And one of the points, the, one of the eight blue points of how we should live our lives is the, is the the code of courteousness, to be courteous. And that means that we're to be polite and kind and thoughtful. And so when we think about kindness, um, there's all kinds of things that can come to mind. Um, we're going to take a look at what God's Word says about kindness. Um, there's a film, anybody remember the film Pay It Forward? A few from quite a while ago. And it's the story about this, this teacher who comes up with a plan to help his kids be more thoughtful and more polite and more kind. And Haley Osmond, um, not Osmond, the, yeah, Haley Joel Osmond, the kid, um, he comes up with this idea that I can't change the world, 
but I can make a difference in three people's lives. And so he comes up to the board and he, he draws on the chalkboard and draws a circle and says, this is me. And then he draws three stick people underneath it. And he said, these three people, I can't change everything about their lives, but I can. There is something in each one of these people's lives that they need help with, and I can help. So I'm going to just find a way that I can identify three people, it's not an overwhelming number, and do something that genuinely helps them. And then hopefully, because they've been helped, then they will go find three people. And it, like, it blows up in the classroom, and, and, and all the kids are like, wow, I can do that. I can find three people. And I, I was going to show the clip for that, and I found a, a better clip. Um, and so... Take just a couple minutes. We're going to pay attention. We're going to watch this, this guy who, who does a totally amazing pay it forward uh, thing. Hey, what's up, friends? Today we're going to hit the streets of New York City to pay it forward. No good deed is too small. So let's go out there and spread some goodness. Mm. Goodness tastes so good. We are all set. Let's go pay it forward. I want to pay it forward for you, man. Go for it. Have a good day, man. I know, I know. Just pay it forward for somebody else, man. All right, you too, man. Hold on, I pay it forward for you? Here. Go for it, man. Oh, pay it forward, man. Pass on the goodness. Hey, how are you? Let me get it for you. Have a good day. Be well. Double high five. Bomb, bomb. Have a great day. Prom. Prom, have a great day. Have a great day. No problem. You got. Hey, guys, I want to treat you to ice cream. I'm paying it forward. This time, it's on me. And if next time you find an opportunity to help somebody else, just do it. All right. Sounds good? What's that for? Oh, Snapchat. What are you guys called? Bad boy, bad boy. All right, how much is it? All right. No problem. And you know what? Pay it for it, man. Next time you see someone who's hungry, you maybe give it to them, okay? okay. All right, go get it, bad boy. A little sandwich for you if you want. Some, some fruit. Yeah, no problem. Hope you like peanut butter and jelly. There you go, man. No problem. Have a blessed day. What's your name? Nice to meet you. I'm Mayor. So far, we went around spreading some goodness. Now we're here in Union Square and set up a pay it forward station to empower others to do some good. Yo, you want to get involved? All right, man. It's very, very simple. All right? It doesn't cost anything to do goodness. We have these little, like, homeless bags. You guys just want to take one each. And next time you see a homeless person, you can go around and just give it to them. How's that sound? That's all good. Yeah? I'm not getting this. All right. Fantastic, man. Yeah, you pay it for it. Yeah, I'm not going to charge you. It's good. Yeah. Pass it on the stone. Here you can smile. <laughs> pay it forward day is coming up. Uh, it's all about spending kindness, paying it forward to somebody else. And it okay. doesn't take that much, right? So we have some little roses. If you want to give it a pass it on, make someone smile. So I'll pass it on to you and you can find you can pass it on to somebody else. What do you want in return? Nothing. No, it's all about kindness, man. Yay! Yeah. Right. There you go. <laughs> pay it forward. It's free. Kindness is free. Do it. For you. Have a good day. Thanks. Yeah. 
No problem. Pay it forward, eh? Pay it forward. Pass it on to somebody else who needs it. Yeah, or for you. Okay, well, you know what? Here, take two. No, no, no. This is for you and one for somebody else. Okay, have a great day. We're just paying it forward today, passing on the kindness, starting that ripple effect of goodness. Some roses, you know, you make someone smile today. As a gentleman, how you doing? There you go, that's for you. There you go. No problem. Have a great day. Do you have someone in your life you want to thank? You know, we have uh, we have a thank you card and we have a, a, a generic card if you want to maybe pass, you want to thank somebody. And Yeah? Awesome. There you go. Fill it out. Pass it on. Pay it forward. It's all about spreading kindness. So it's about doing a good deed for somebody else. Not because you get anything back, yeah. just to do it's the good, good deed. I agree with what you say. Yeah. If, if you could do one kind deed sure. for somebody and somebody else could see it and do another kind deed for somebody else and like a domino effect, then we get the world to be better. That's right. I really like that. Yeah. Not that Pay it forward. It's all about passing on the kindness, doing something good for another. Yeah? You down? Yeah. So here, grab a rose. Look at that! Boom, boom, he's paying it forward! Am I having a bad day too? You were having a bad day? That just changed! That just changed! Yeah! Oh! Goodness, man! Here's a rose for you. How'd that make you feel? Feel good? That's great, right? It was so easy. Now you could go on and pass that to somebody else. Maybe you have like a friend or like a, a, a sibling that may enjoy a Rubik's Cube. You want to pass that on to somebody? Yeah? Maybe you have someone in your life that uh, is celebrating a birthday, anniversary, or you just want to say thank you. Yeah? There you go. So pass that on. I'll make them, I'm sure, really happy. Kindness is free. Yeah. The what? Well, it's my pleasure. Have a great day. Woo! What an incredible day of paying it forward. It's amazing to see the smiles that come forth. And it's so easy. You don't, you don't need anything. All you need is your own smile. So go out there, pay it forward, make this world a brighter place. Stay positive. Be happy. I'm Mayor Kay. Have a great day. Pretty amazing. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 32 says this. Be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave you. Luke chapter 6, verse 35 says, But love your enemies and do good and lend, expecting nothing in return, and your reward will be great. And you will be the sons of the Most High, for He is kind to the ungrateful and the evil. Proverbs 11, verse 17, A man who is kind benefits himself, but a cruel man hurts himself. You know, when we think about this idea of being kind, and we think of this idea of, of bearing fruit, that we would be fruitful followers of Christ, the other bear that's in Scripture is, is the, the, the bearing of witness. Jesus says that we are to bear witness. We're, we're joking uh, with my, my Aunt Cheryl this morning. Aunt Cheryl used to work, she's retired now, but she used to work for the uh, Rochester um, City Court, and she was the person that if you had to call in for jury duty, she was the one who answered the phone. And and so whether it, whether it was the hey I'm calling in to find out if I have to serve today, or you didn't show up for jury duty, and uh, so there was the one morning that the phone rang, 
And my Aunt Cheryl said, um, hi, Robbie, it's Aunt Cheryl. And I'm like, oh, hi, Aunt Cheryl, how are you? I have no idea why you're calling me, but that's awesome. And she goes, you realize you were supposed to show up for jury duty today, right? No, no, I did not know. I, I, obviously, I had gotten the card and then had lost the card and didn't call the day before because you're supposed to, right, the day before you're supposed to call in to know what time to show up. I had done none of those things. And the kindness of my aunt who said, don't worry about it. I rescheduled you. You have to come next week. Um, that, that, that idea of, of being kind. But the, the idea, too, of that our, we have a responsibility to bear witness. And that means that as followers of Christ, we need to be thinking about how do we share the hope that we have in Christ with those that are lost. And sometimes that, that idea that, that we should have concern for the lost is nebulous, right? Because the, the, the lost is overwhelming when we think about all the people in the world who don't know Jesus Christ. It's, 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 it blows your brain. Like you can't con- just have the capacity to be like, there's no way I can make a difference in all of those people's lives it's overwhelming, and, and it's hard to have compassion for uh, just a number, right? There's 7 billion people on the planet, and the number of people who are Christ followers, there's a lot of us, but there's not 7 billion of us. And, and how do we, as followers of Christ, then have love, have compassion, show kindness for this massive group of people that you just don't know? And what I loved about what, what, what Mayor did is that it's not about trying to solve all of the problems in New York City, but you can be kind and show love to the people that you have in your circle of influence. And, and I think that's what's powerful, too, about the, the, the story, Pay It Forward, is that the, the, the character, the, the young kid, he couldn't make a difference in his whole school, but he could make a difference in three people's lives. He could do something that would help each one of those three people in a way that they couldn't do for themselves. And so he just said, okay, I'm, I'm going to go for it. I'm just going to go for it. And I want to encourage you that you know, when we think about that idea of, of loving the lost, and, and we, we feel guilty because we are not doing enough. I'm, I, I don't know how to share my faith. I, I don't have the capacity to go on a missions trip. I don't have the capacity to... to start a church or to become uh, uh, an evangelist, but we absolutely, every single one of us, know at least three people who could use the kindness of Christ in their lives. Whether that's just a simple encouragement. Um, For us, for the guys, this week we're in our pre-season of Fight Club, and one of the things that we are challenged to do this week is to find three people to be encouraging too, and, and, and it should be your spouse. It should be, uh, your, if you have kids, your kids. Finding three people this week that you can speak an encouraging word and help build them up. Um, that's kindness. Colossians chapter 3, verse 12. Put on then, as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience. You know, we, we love that passage 
from 1 Corinthians chapter 13 to be read at weddings. That love is patient and kind. That love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. And in the context of your marriage and and, and at a wedding, that's such a beautiful sentiment. But that passage of Scripture that Paul wrote to the church in Corinth had nothing to do with marriage. It was totally in the context of how you're supposed to treat each other as followers of Christ. So that love is patient, love is kind, should be on your desk at work. Love does not envy or boast, is not arrogant or rude, does not insist its own way, should be on your notebook at school. Your your, uh, rejoicing does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things, should be on the dashboard of your car as you're driving to church. That it's, it's about our interconnection with the people that God has brought into our all each of our spheres. Galatians chapter 6, verse 10 says, So then, as we have opportunity, let us do good to everyone, especially to those who are of the household of faith. We have a responsibility to take care of each other, to, to love each other. In, in John, uh, in the, the Apostle John says this is how that they will know that we are followers of Christ, that we love one another. We do that by showing kindness, by showing patience, by being long-suffering. My wife has a thing. Uh, it, it was so funny. There was one time that the, the kids were having difficulty, they were arguing, they were fighting, and, and Carrie said to them, what is it that I always say? And, and I can't remember how they responded, but it was something like no hitting, um, which is also something that we have to say sometimes. Um, and, and she was just kind of like, no, that's not what I always say. And we we're just kind of like, what is it that mom always says? And she goes, kindness always. And the kids were kind of like, you never say that. But she, in her mind, she kind of, she assumed that no hitting also presumes kindness always. Um, <laughs> but is your mom kind? She's probably the kindest person we know. Kinder than the rest of us monkeys that live in the Dickerson house. Um, you know, it's, it's, that, it's that thing, right? Because kindness is, for some people, it comes naturally. And then kindness for other people requires some effort to be kind. Um, Terry and I were with friends in Ohio, and we were riding in a car, and it was wintertime like it is now. And uh, I was up in the front seat uh, with the, the husband, and Terry was in the back seat with the wife, and we were, we were opposite. So Terry was behind the driver. And then his wife was behind me. And as we're coming through the, the parking lot of the grocery store, it was slippery and icy. And this guy came out, and his feet hit the ice. And, man, if I had a camera, like, I would have had, like, a million hits. Like, it was classic. He hit it 
hit the air. His bags yard sailed all over the place. Boom, he hits the ice. And the immediate response from all four of us was, myself and the guy's wife, we laughed our fool heads off like it was the funniest thing we had ever seen. And the driver and his and my wife were like, oh, that's horrible, that poor man. Some people are kinder than others, right? Some people it takes a little bit more effort to be kind. And I won't tell the story. Um, if you want to hear a story, you can ask Jess. Um, it was rough this week at our house. It's, it's one of those things, right, when you talk about patience or you talk about kindness, and then God gives you opportunities to be patient and to be kind. Last Sunday, I blew it when it came to patience. At the, by the end of Sunday morning, I was fried. Right? I had been going all weekend long. I had done the, the Royal Ranger camp out in the evening and then drove to Buffalo, did Fight Club all night long until 3 in the morning, Saturday morning. Drove back to camp, was with the boys all day, spoke again Saturday night, and then slept at camp, got up at 5 in the morning to drive back home to take a shower to get ready to come here, talk about patience. And then it was like this crazy whirlwind of a day, and, and I'm just, you know we, we got through the, the, the whole thing, and we're tearing down, we're putting everything away, and I'm trying to talk to some guys about Fight Club, and my wife is behind me, and she, they're having difficulty getting one of the carts into the cabinet and things are falling and she says can you help me and i blew it i turned around and i said no i can't i should have been patient i should have been as i just finished talking about being patient and being gentle i i i lost it right this week we have been we have experienced a it's it's been a kindness free zone at our house my kids have been not nice to each other, and, and we're, we have this opportunity to be kind. Proverbs chapter 11, verse 17. Your kindness will reward you, but your cruelty will destroy you. How can operating from a kind heart change your world for the better? Throw that out there as a question. How, how can operating from a kind heart change your world for the better? Give me an answer. Less stress. So there's a benefit for you by being kind, right? Good. How else? You're cheering up someone else so they feel better. Yeah, Absolutely. Hopefully, right, that's the goal, that it's, it's you're your blessing them and then they're blessing someone else, uh, right? A domino effect, it's good. Anything else? Here's a different verse, Colossians chapter 3, and I'm violating the rule by touching my face. Um, wash your hands, don't touch your face. It's just a, use hand sanitizer, wash your hands. Sorry, that's my, it's my every day. Be kind. Don't share your germs with others. Wash your hands. Um, I don't know why that... Well, I touched my face and I just did it again. Don't touch your face. Exactly. Let's come back. Bringing it back in. Colossians chapter 3, verse 12. Since God chose you to be the holy people He loves, you must clothe yourselves 
with tender-hearted mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. So this is a question for us. Would you say that your words, if you're just going to evaluate the words that you've spoken in the last seven days from that last Sunday to today, would you say that your words teach wisdom, compassion, and kindness lately? I know, right? Maybe. Maybe. It's tough. Because we, we show our kindness by the way that we treat each other, by the way we, uh, the way we speak to each other. How about this? Proverbs chapter 31, verse 26. When she speaks, this is talking about the Proverbs 31 mother or woman. When she speaks, her words are wise and she gives instructions with kindness. I want to encourage us, all of us, this week. And, and again, like I said at the beginning, this is not about a checklist mentality of, if I'm more kind, then God will love me more. Or if I'm more patient, or if I'm showing more love, or if I'm more joyful, that makes me a better follower of Jesus. That's not how this works. There isn't anything that we can do to make God love us any more than He already does. And there isn't anything that you can do to make Him love you any less. He loves you. Every single one of us. But as we are connected, as we are abiding, as we are remaining in Him, these things should be the things that come out of our lives. And, and you know, what, what Mare did of, of showing kindness, that's a great way to do it. But biblical kindness is so much more than just buying a cup of coffee for a person behind you in the drive-thru. It requires a heart change and a perspective shift. And, and we have to, not only are we thinking about just being nice, we have a responsibility to share the hope that we have in Christ with the people that are around us. Whether that's our co-workers or our neighbors or our, our friends at school that don't know Christ. The kindest thing that you can do is share the love of Christ with them. This week, I hope and, and I pray that that kindness, this conversation of kindness, this, this fruit of the Spirit of kindness, I hope and pray that, that this week that it will spark conversations around your dinner table of, of what to do, or maybe in the car, that you can think of a way, how can we as a family show kindness to the people that are in our lives? Who maybe are the three people that this week I'm going to do everything that I can to show kindness to in, in a way, and, and maybe it is as simple as buying them a cup of coffee or, or helping them uh, with a, a task at work or, or, or whatever that could be. But that we would be more intentional about noticing what's happening in the lives of other people and if there is a way that you can help them, that we would empower our families to be the kind of people that react with compassion. And, and again, to, to, to be mindful that, you know, when you see the guy slip on the ice, that maybe that first reaction, that you can't help that first reaction, but then to be like, okay, pull over, let me get out of the car and help pick up his groceries and ask him if he's okay. Versus, 
putting it on my phone and posting it on YouTube. Man, you've got to see this guy's yard sale that I saw today. Let me ask a different question. How is being kind different from being nice? Right? Yeah. How else? How is being kind different than being nice? Right? Right? Yeah, being nice is just holding the door. Right? Being kind is taking that extra step. Yeah, that's good. That's good. So what I want us to do for all of us this week is I want us to to think of some ways this week that you can maybe uh, make a list as a family that maybe this afternoon uh, uh, around the, the lunch table or tonight around the dinner table that, that as a family, who are the three people that maybe we as a family can show kindness to this week? Maybe it's someone at school. Maybe it's someone at work. And, and, and make a list um, that, that you could stick on the fridge that, so that it's a reminder to you this week. Have I shown kindness? Have I been encouraging? Have I, have I done something more than just being nice, but I've been intentional about sharing kindness with them and and again it doesn't mean that you have to like tackle them and drag them to church with you but maybe the kindest thing that you could do is say hey i would love to have you come with me to church and cheryl nice job add a girl just you know because it's all about making people uncomfortable uh when they come to church um but good job right who who do you know that that doesn't have a church family that, that needs one, that you can share Christ with. Caleb, man, dude, you are like the invitation machine at LifeQuest. Um, there are, yeah, dude, um, keep it up. Who's, who's your, next tar- who, your next person that you're going to, who's your next target? That's, that's the wrong word, wrong word. Um, but constantly be thinking, who can I be showing God's kindness to um, without any expectation of return? That doable? Yeah. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you first and foremost that you are kind to us. That you went out of your way to bring us into relationship with you. We were separated from you. You created us to be your, your children and to be in perfect relationship with you and we blew it. Each and every one of us, our sins separate us from you. And there's no amount of good deeds that we can do. There's no amount of random acts of kindness that, that we could ever do that could wipe away even one of our sins. And we have, we have thousands of them. We, we sin constantly. Paying the price for our sin, you sent your Son, who was the perfect sacrifice. He came and lived a sinless life. He he died on the cross and rose again so that every single person who puts their trust in Him, in Jesus, gets to live forever with you. 
and that life that's eternal doesn't mean that we just get to go to heaven that when we die, but eternal life starts the moment we accept Christ. We accept His sacrifice for us. And then we get to live that eternal life here and now, being your hands and your feet, extending your love and your kindness to the world around us. But I pray this week that you would help us to be aware that we wouldn't just blaze through life unaware of anyone else's problems because we're so focused on our own. But this week you would sh- shake us out of our own shells to, to see that there are people in our neighborhood, people in our, our schools, people at work that need your love. Give us the boldness to be kind to them. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Have a fantastic week. Gentlemen, if you are in Fight Club, our first squad meeting is this Wednesday at the gate at 7. And, um, yeah, blessings. Have a fantastic week.